of 88.5 is excited to announce our annual Juneteenth celebration. Monday, June 19th, we will be having a potluck open house from 5 to 9 p.m. An historical portrayal of Frederick Douglass by me, Donald L. Dirish Jr., station tours and special all-day programming. Come help us honor this national holiday and have the opportunity to meet programmers and connect with others in the community. For more information, call 813-238-8001 or go online to WMNF.org. And lastly, like Frederick Douglass would say himself, agitate, agitate, agitate. You are tuned to WMNF Tampa. Stay tuned now for Community Speaks. That's right. This is WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. My name is Patro Mabili, and this is the newest public affairs program coming your way on weekdays on Mondays called Community Speaks. And our news director, Sean Canan, joins me in the studio today because we have work to do today, don't we, Sean? We do, Mabili. This hour, we need to to raise $800 to, to know that there's support for community uh, public affairs on the in the afternoon, in the early afternoon. And you can help keep shows like this on the air by calling 813-239-9663. You can also donate on the web at WMNF.org. We really want to know that there's support for the shows that Mobili produces. Give us a call right now and say... Maybe here's my $50 do- donation or my $5 a month contribution on the Circle of Friends. And it's, this is worth supporting. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Or you can go online, WMNF.org, and hit the tip jar for Community Speaks. You know, I'm just getting back on the air after a few years. This was a show that I was a part of years ago, and it's just returned because of the new program changes that we just made and this is going to be the first test to find out whether or not this is a good idea whether or not this is something you want to support monday public affairs called community speaks this is a, an opportunity to get the week started hearing your opinions hearing uh, analysis of what is going on in the news to talk about what we have going on up here at, the w- at WMNF. And, you know, we started out talking about the Juneteenth celebration that's coming up. We're going to be celebrating Juneteenth on June 19th. And, uh, you know, there's emancipation season that takes place, you know, throughout Florida. You know, we had May 20th, I believe, as Emancipation Day. Uh, so, but we should be talking about all of that on June 19th. And, of course, there's going, as you heard, there's going to be an event to take place. And one of those things that I'm looking forward to is the Frederick Douglass performance. And if you want to see the Frederick Douglass performance, you could call up here and give us a donation of $60. And uh, you should be able to go to that event 
Uh, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. I'm looking forward to the Juneteenth event. I love Donald Dowrich, who does the Frederick Douglass performance. And uh, what Frederick Douglass had to say was awesomely important. And it is always something that we should remember as, as time goes by. It's a, a, a look into our past. And this Frederick Douglass was a person who gave us real analysis at the time, and it's an analysis that we could learn from and use today. There's so much local history that we want to commemorate. You know, we know that right now that there's a house called the Jackson House down in downtown Tampa. And this place is so dilapidated, it's falling apart. But some private company called 717 Parking is giving it problems in terms of doing what it needs to do, build a wall between the two properties so that we can refurbish the Jackson House. This was a place that even renowned artists like James Brown had to stay in in Tampa because black artists were not allowed to stay in hotels here in Tampa in those days. That's a history we have to remember. And with the microaggressions, racist microaggressions we see happening today, this is a history that some people would love to repeat. It, uh, there are a lot of people who love to throw black people out of their establishments but because of the Constitution, it is not allowed. But there are those who are working hard to return us backwards, to turn the clock back. That Jackson House is a symbol, is a symbol of, of the history that we once had, but also a symbol of just how people don't care about that past and about how black people feel about that past. Imagine walking past that place if you're a black person and seeing what it looks like today. That's an atrocity as far as I'm concerned, all because of some land dispute between some private company next door. You know, we could do better. We could do better and we can demand better. And, and Emancipation Day is my opportunity to talk about those types of things. That's why I have Community Speaks, because it's important not only to get the analysis, but to get the opinions from you. But right now we need you to show your support for Community Speaks. They, WMNF's newest public affairs program, 813-239-9663, is the number to call so you can show me and Sean how you really feel. And Mabila, you were mentioning the importance of history and knowing your history. Well, one of the thank you gifts that we can offer you, if you donate $100, you can get a Pacifica Radio Archives USB thumb drive about black history. It has 33 hours of audio content. I think we're going to hear some of that during this hour. And it's very important mm -hmm. to, to that you know your history, that you are continue, continuously learning more and more about history. That's what we try to do on a lot of the shows here on WMNF is try to inform you about the present and about the history so that we can kind of know things to expect, what we might be able to expect from the future. 813-239-9663 is the number that you can call if you would like to get this USB thumb drive that has the 33 hours of black history from Pacifica Radio Archives. Call now, 813-239-9663. Or you can go to WMNF.org and make a donation in the tip jar right now. Yeah, and uh, we will hear some of that history specifically on today's show. We're going to hear about the Black Panther Party uh, and part of this uh, USB drive. 
is about the Black Panther Party and is broken down into certain categories. Uh, one of those uh, tracks is Legacy of the Panthers. And we'll hear that today. But there's so much more. Bobby Seale and Huey Newton is, is also focused on in one of these episodes. H. Rap Brown and Stokely Carmichael on another track. Kathleen Cleaver and Elaine Brown on another track. These were all Black Panthers, the pioneers of the Black Panther Party, who led some of the major protests during the 1960s as we uh, spiraled uh, into chaos uh, so that we, because this country did not want to pass the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act, kept people out of jobs and of course the the behavior of the police and the FBI when it came to the Black Panthers uh, trumping up charges uh, making criminals out of people who were just activists and uh, so police actions is one such track on this USB drive that you could take home for your contribution to Community Speaks uh, and also talking about the trials and tribulations. But we'll listen to Legacy of the Panthers while you go to your telephone and call us, 813-239-9663. And also tell the phone operators that you want to take advantage of the Black History USB drive. So give us a call. This is Community Speaks, and we are in the middle of our fun drive looking for your support, 813 239 9663. In this final disc, we look at the contributions and legacy of the Panthers. We ask, what did the Panther Party actually accomplish? Well, first of all, the free breakfast program. Millions of children are now starting their days with nutritious meals at public schools around the country. In state and federally funded programs, descending from the Panthers' groundbreaking program, the Panthers opened neighborhood health clinics and elementary schools, patrolled urban ghettos to control crime and stop police brutality. And for millions of African Americans, the Black Panther Party modeled a sense of power, of pride, beauty, and vision. Many were inspired to participate in the civic arena, State and federal office holders, organizers, and leaders in many sectors got their start or drew their inspiration from the Panthers. The sense of urgency and possibility reflected from the Black Panther Party leadership inspired many other pride organizations, the Brown Berets, the Gray Panthers, and many others. On the day of Huey P. Newton's funeral, August 28, 1989, a panel discussion on the legacy of the Black Panther Party aired on Pacifica's Berkeley station, KPFA. Moderated by Walter Turner, panel participants included well-known associate of the Panthers, Professor Angela Davis, Johnny Spain, a Panther who served 21 years in jail, and Jonina Abrun, who edited the Black Panther newspaper for several years. They discussed the needs of the Black community, the need to pass on their experiences in the struggle for civil rights, and how the Black Panthers have left a legacy which will shape future movements. In the Black Panther Party, there was a program which was inscribed in 1966, <laughs> October, which was entitled What We Want, What We Believe. And I'll say a couple of points, and we'll go through it as we go through the rest of this evening's program. 
But the first point was we want freedom. We want the power to determine the destiny of our black community. We want full employment for our people. We want an end to the robbery by the white man of our black community. We want decent housing fit for shelter of human beings. We want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. And one of the things that we, the panelists, talked about as we came on air was the issue of what type of 10-point program do we need now? What directions might we take in terms of constructing a 10-point program and platform that speaks to some of the same issues which are uh, obviously crucial in our communities. And maybe we'll start first with Angela Davis, if we could, a professor at uh, San Francisco State, uh, Cal State University at San Francisco. Yes, Angela. Well, to say a few words generally about the historical role of the Black Panther Party, um, the emergence of the Black Panther Party in 1966 really marked a new moment in the evolution of the quest for African-American equality. Uh, those of us who had been involved in the movement up until that time um, had seen the major focus as being that of desegregation. And of course that was an essential element of the movement, but there was much more that was necessary. We needed to raise the demand for jobs, for economic power. Uh, we needed to raise the demand for um, health care, for housing, um, for um, a decent education for our children. And I think that the 10-point program uh, incorporated uh, uh, the kinds of demands that we needed to uh, begin to organize around in order to move from the phase of fighting for legal equality to the stage of actually beginning to um, uh, um, pose some concrete questions about the destiny of our communities. Okay. There's one point in the 10-point program and platform, specifically point number 10, which I think is one of the most brilliant written points of any program, where it says we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. And at this time, the Black Panther Party was stating that there should be a United Nations supervised plebiscite to be held throughout the black colony for the purpose of determining the will of black people as to their national destiny. So from that point, we get the feeling that the points that you're making, Angela, that there really was a need to, uh, there was a feeling that there was a danger which was facing the black community, that we, need to, we needed to establish a direction. And that UN plebiscite, it seems so interesting now because when you talk about the UN, you talk about Namibia, you talk about Afghanistan, but it says a black colony. Well, see, I think what was interesting was that um, the formulation of the uh, problems confronting African Americans in this country at that time had been given an international dimension by Malcolm X. Malcolm had talked about taking this issue to the UN. Uh, and, of course, I see Malcolm as being the um, theoretical uh, forerunner of the Black Panther Party. What the Black Panther Party did was to begin to organize, to begin to pull people together and create an organization. And that was, I think, uh, uh, the, the brilliance of Huey Newton and Bobby Seale, who saw 
in October of 1966 that it was necessary to build a new kind of organization, an organization that would have a vision that was much broader than that which we had had as we you know, fought for uh, legal equality and against segregation uh, in the South. Okay. One, one more question, Angela, as we're moving here. There was a period uh, in the 1968, 1969, when you were incarcerated, and the party began to speak to some of the issues that you were also speaking to. There was a unison of voice. 1970 to 1972 were the years when I was incarcerated. Could you say something about that? Could you say something about that energy, about that support that came from the party? Well, perhaps I could first uh, just say a few words about how I was affected by the Black Panther Party in my own political uh, development. I came back to this country um, uh, in order to become involved in the black movement. I was studying in Europe at the time because of the impact that the Black Panther Party had on me. Um, the images that I saw, the words that I read in uh, newspapers in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, and I was involved in a number of organizations, the Black Panther Political Party, uh, uh, which was not the same as the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. For self I then became involved in SNCC, which entered into an alliance with the Black Panther Party. And for uh, a period, I was active with uh, a, another person in organizing a, an office, a branch of the Black Panther Party on the west side in Los Angeles, so that my relationship with the Black Panther Party is a very close one. Uh, uh, I can remember when John Huggins was um, and Bunchy Carter were killed, and I was there when uh, we got Erica out of uh, jail and when we were uh, trying to determine where the police had taken her uh, infant uh, after they arrested her in the aftermath of the assassination of her husband. So I feel very close. Uh, my own political history is very much uh, intertwined with the history of the Black Panther Party. And of course, when I was arrested, uh, in 1970, uh, the Black Panther Party played a very important role in getting the message out uh, through the newspaper and uh, through demonstrations and speeches and and f uh, leaflets and buttons and all of the vehicles that we used at that particular time in order to build uh, a mass movement. Johnny Spain, perhaps you could say something in terms of reintroducing yourself better than I can probably do it, but you certainly were incarcerated for 21 years. You've recently been released. You're a member of the Black Panther Party. What could you add to this period that we're discussing here in terms of the impact of the Black Panther Party, its links to, its, to the community? Well, from, from my perspective, uh, in 1967 uh, and throughout, from that period throughout the 70s, uh, of course, I was in prison, and there were a number of very young uh, prisoners, uh, young prison population who, for the most part, uh, did not have direction and had no political uh, overview, and in fact were pretty ingrained in the prison system and set themselves up uh, to function pretty much as the prison system dictated. <coughs> Now, uh, that existed until the emergence of the Black Panther Party, at which point there are a lot of the young prisoners were becoming politicized and 
of course, identified with a number of the activities that the Panthers on the outside were involved in. And That's right. That was uh, one of the legacies. That was the legacies of the Black Panther Party. We were listening to uh, track off the USB drive. This is WMNF Radio's Community Speaks. My name is Patrick Mobili, joined in the studio by news director Sean Canan. And we need your support to, sh- to raise funds for this program. To save it, keep it on the air, and let us know that this was a good move to put Community Speaks here on a weekday on Monday to get the week started. 813-239-9663 is the number to call to show your support for Community Speaks. 813-239-239-9663. Thanks so much to Dada Glazer from Tampa who donated even before the show came on this week with a $126 contribution. Thank you so much for that donation. We really need donations like that to help keep community radio going strong and to help support shows like Community Speaks with Mabili. You can donate as well by going to WMNF.org, selecting CSP from the drop-down menu when you throw money in the tip jar. Thank you so much for your donation. 813-239-9663. And you can remain anonymous, too, if you want to. I want to thank two people who are anonymous that donated $21 to Community Speaks and another who donated a whopping $50 to Community Speaks. That makes me feel wonderful. Uh, any amount would do. Whether you want to join the circle of friends, uh, you could pay $5 a month mm-hmm. for a year and uh, show your support for Community Speaks and for WMNF's public affairs, for WMNF in general. Yeah, so our circle of friends is our sustaining membership. That means that if you select at the $5 a month level or anything more than that, that will come automatically out of your choice, out of your credit card or out of your bank account, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org is how you can set it up. Our phone bank volunteers will let you know how how it works but we are really we would i think we'll make our goal if we get a couple of people joining the circle of friends at the five dollar a month level so if you can do that you would be going a long way in helping us to make our goal here on community speaks show mobility that we there's support for his show that you're excited to hear a show about empowering people about uh, uh really calling attention to sometimes overlooked issues that are in our community please support the show right now with your donation and with my love for history i'm certain you love history because there is an attack on history of of information and of course if we don't remember what happened we could repeat it and we certainly don't want that we know that there are a lot of people who want to go backwards and so it is important to uh remember history and we've been doing that with the black panther party and these contributions uh because people so are typically want to uh, not understand black movements, black people's grievances. There's a direct link between the Black Panther Party and Black Lives Matter. You know, anytime people, black people get into the streets, and especially after the killing of George Floyd, we were on one accord in this country. We did not want police officers acting so, so unprofessionally as they, as Derek Chauvin did when he killed George Floyd on a street and it, it outraged citizens of this country and of this world and people were on one accord in the streets uh, demanding better and we got uh, cities and 
police forces to start thinking better, uh, acting better. And uh, yet there are those bad apples that are always there to, to draw us backwards. Uh, here in Florida, there's a... There's a commemoration taking place at the Pulse nightclub. And, you know, again, at WWF, we we love history. We love thinking about those who are oppressed and, and voiceless. Well, that includes the LGBT community. And uh, at the time that a gunman went into the Pulse nightclub and shot up people, the gunman's name was Omar Mateen. He opened fire back in 2016. At that time, 49 people dead by one man was the biggest killing was the biggest mass shooting in U.S. history at that time. Uh, a year later, <laughs> we've had more since then. Uh, and yet, while we could tell school kids uh, what they can and cannot read, and we could tell children that they, can, they cannot get uh, any kind of tr- medical treatment when they feel like they need to because... Uh, how they feel inside other than the way they were born. You know, we have a, a state that doesn't want to do anything about semi-automatic weapons. Uh, not just a state, but a country that seems to be uh, unsure as to what to do when it comes to assault rifles in this country. And so there are 49 victims at Pulse Nightclub and across Central Florida. Those victims are, are being remembered and uh, at, as we unveil a 44-foot wide mural, and uh, that was a vigil overnight last night at the site of the Pulse Club on this seventh anniversary of that tragedy. And uh, so, you know, this being LGBTQ month and we being WMNF, we are remembering all of these events. This is something that we also want to make certain that we recall here on this particular day. 813-239-9663. Mobili brings you information and a lot of analysis, and he asks for your input. And if this is something that you think is a valuable service to have on in the community, we need to know that it's valuable to you, that it's important to you, that you are going to support it. And you can do that by calling 813-239-9663 or by going to the web at WMNF.org. That's right. You can also write us and uh, speak with us today, even as we're trying to raise fund, WNF, DJ at WNF.org. But you can also go online and hit the tip jar at WNF.org and show your support. We need this, have this uh, continuous show of support because you are our lifeline. You are our lifeblood. And uh, we want to make certain that you support this programming here and that we are always speaking to your needs and your wants as we uh, as we come to you uh, every single day with music and news and analysis and uh, also your telephone calls. Community Speaks is all about uh, hearing from you as well as hearing about your community as well as is getting analysis about what is happening around you and in your name. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. 
And I see Summer mm-hmm. lighting up. 813-239-9663. Call your mother, call your father, call your brothers and your sisters and your cousins and let them know that Community Speaks is on the air and needs your support. 813-239-9663. Yeah, we got some support right before the show started. Thank you to those people who donated, Anonymous and the other people who donated. It was great to hear that show of support even before today's show started. But yes. now I'd like to hear from people who are listening live out there in the Tampa Bay area or wherever you're listening to call in or to make a donation on the web to support Community Speaks with Mabili. Maybe you can make a $50 dollar donation. That would be lovely. Or maybe you can join the Circle of Friends at $5 a month, our sustaining membership. Here's how you can do that. Call 813-239-9663. You can also make a donation at WMNF.org. We have lots of great thank you gifts to to give you with your donation. If you make a donation of $88.50, we have a t-shirt. We have uh, the USB thumb drive of African-American history from Pacifica Radio Archives. That's for a $100 contribution. Whatever donation level you would like to make, there's probably a, a, a thank you gift that you would love. So just ask your phone bank volunteer what, what you can get for your particular donation. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Well, you know, a lot of newsrooms around the country are really struggling as to how to uh, deal with the lies and the disinformation, the fascism that we're seeing. And they're giving voice to that. But we are giving voice to you. We're giving voice to the voices who are not heard anywhere else. And uh, because we've seen the corporate consolidation of local media outlets and that they rely on canned music and news not us <laughs> we are here to bring you our soul this is about what is deep inside of us as programmers and what's deep inside of you as listeners and all of that comes out in our programming and we need to make certain that we're on that trajectory every single day 813-239-9663 the way to make certain of that is for your contributions for your donations to this station because that tells us we're on the right track 813-239-9663 are we going to get to hear more of that usb thumb drive this this show yeah i think we're going to move to police actions and see uh how that has uh informed our politics as we've gone forward uh the black panther party has uh a, a history that needs to be told and remembered and uh, that's what we're here to do and I'm going to continue to do that. Police Actions is going to be uh, up next here on Community Speaks as we talk about the history of the Black Panther Party and uh, in the meantime you go to your telephones and give us a call 813-239-9663 to let us know that this is the kind of programming you want uh, here on WMNF. So let's go back to that. If I get this media to work right, and uh, we'll be right back there.
so that the people of the community can organize and employ all of its people and give a high standard of living. Point number three, we want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black and oppressed communities. We believe that this racist government has robbed us and now we are demanding the overdue debt of 40 acres and two mules. 40 acres and two mules were promised 100 years ago as restitution for slave labor and mass murder of black people. We will accept the payment in currency which will be distributed to our many communities. The American racist has taken part in the slaughter of over 50 million black people. Therefore, we feel this is a modest demand that we make. Point four. We want decent housing fit for the shelter of human beings. We believe that if landlords will not give decent housing to our black and oppressed communities, then the housing and the land should be made into cooperatives so that the people in our communities with government aid can build and make decent housing for the people. Point five. We want education for a people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history, and our role in the present-day society. We believe in an educational system that will give to our people a knowledge of self. If you do not have knowledge of yourself and your position in the society and the world, then you will have little chance to know anything else. Point six, we want complete free health care for all black and oppressed people. We believe that the government must provide free of charge for the people health facilities, which will not only treat our illnesses, most of which have come about as a result of our oppression, but which will also develop preventative medical programs to guarantee our future survival. We believe that the mass health education and research programs must be developed to give all black and oppressed people access to advanced scientific and medical information so we may provide ourselves with proper medical attention and care. Seven. We want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people, other people of color, all oppressed people inside the United States. We believe that the racist and fascist government of the United States uses its domestic enforcement agencies to carry out its program of oppression against black people, other people of color, and poor people inside the United States. We believe it is our right, therefore, to defend ourselves against such armed forces and that all black and oppressed people should be armed for self-defense of our homes and communities against these fascist police forces. Point eight. We want an immediate end to all wars of aggression. We believe that the various conflicts which exist around the world stem directly from the aggressive desires of the U.S. ruling circle and government to force its domination upon the oppressed people of the world. We believe that if the U.S. government or its lackeys do not cease these aggressive wars, that it's the right of the people to defend themselves by any means necessary against their aggressors. Point nine, we want freedom for all black and poor oppressed people now held in U.S. federal, state, county, city, and military prisons and jails. We want trials by a jury of peers for all persons charged with so-called crimes under the laws of this country. 
We believe that the many black and poor oppressed people now held in U.S. prisons and jails have not received fair and impartial trials under a racist and fascist judicial system and should be free from incarceration. We believe in the ultimate elimination of all wretched, inhuman penal institutions because the masses of men and women imprisoned inside the United States or by U.S. military are the victims of oppressive conditions which are the real cause of their imprisonment. We believe that when the persons are brought to trial, that they must be guaranteed by the United States juries of their peers, attorneys of their choice, and freedom from imprisonment while awaiting trials. Point 10. We want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, peace, and people's community control of modern technology. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such a government and to provide new guards for their future security. The 10-point program was the foundation of the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, the organization founded by Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale in October of 1966. And that was another track from the USB drive that you could take advantage of by calling up here and showing your support for Community Speaks, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. And you can take home that track and many, many more on that USB drive that's going to give you a sense of history so that you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> what, the, the, what the meaning of the Black Panther Party was and what, it meaning, what its meaning is to history today. And there's so many of those points that are still salient today uh, against uh, all foreign wars, uh, against uh, afford, affordable housing. You know, these are things that are still salient today to our quality of life. So call us 813-239-9663. Sean? You can also make a donation on our website, which is WMNF.org. And thanks to everyone who has contributed so far, but we still do need to hear from you. I think we've raised about a couple of hundred dollars so far. Mabili has a goal of $800 this hour. We would really like to get him across the top. 
that would be great if we could meet the goal for this show. And uh, speaking of goals, uh, Sustainable Living had a goal last hour, and uh, they're still the donations are still trickling in for that. Right. Thanks to for the seventy five dollar donation. Cool. Thanks to Annie Ellis for donating to her own show, Sustainable Living, and she suggests that you join in. So thank you for that donation, Annie, and thank you to everyone who has contributed so far. We also got a couple of donations just now for Community Speaks for Mabili's show. Thanks to Bruce Rice from Winter Haven for a $78.75 contribution. Bruce. Bruce is getting you. some uh, WMNF acrylic coasters, and he says... I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, and I truly value the support WMNF gives to the whole world. So thank you for that donation. Also, I want to thank Art and Roshni from Largo with a $105 contribution. They are getting a copy of this USB that we're listening to, the Black History USB drive from Pacifica Radio Archives. Thank you, Art and Roshni from Largo, and you will enjoy this this USB drive. We might hear more of it later. I'm not sure what Mabili's plans are, but um, I'm really enjoying listening to this. I'm being informed about the Black Panther Party and uh, all this information that I'm getting. If this is important to you, please call now, 813-239-9663 or donate at WMNF.org. I think we still need, I'm, I'm looking, I haven't done the math exactly, but I think we still need about $490 or so. If you can make a donation of $50 or $100 That'd be great. Maybe you can join the Circle of Friends at $5 a month. It'd be really great to see Community Speaks meet its goal during its first fundraising drive in in many years, at least. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Yeah, and there's so many, inf- there's so much news, so much information that I'd like to bring to you and continue bringing to you. Uh, but we need to be on the air to do that, you know. Talking about pride, transgender people are in the spotlight during uh, most a lot of the events during this particular month. And um, as you know, that community holds their rallies and hold pride events, uh, a driving force for attention for a minority group within a minority group is a bevy of state laws across the United States on the treatment of transgender People In some states, there are bans on gender-affirming medical care for minors, restrictions on which bathrooms they can use and whether they can play on girls' and women's sports teams. And in other states, there's been a move to protect some rights for gen- uh, transgendered people. So it's a, it's a battleground in this country with a patchwork of, of laws and freedoms, and that shouldn't be. We should be free in all 50 states. And uh, that's what, you know, why we talk about these issues uh, here on WMF and especially here on Community Speaks and hearing from you is important because you're going through it. You're the ones who are living this news. 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you want to show your support for what is what I call the voice of the people. Community Speaks. 813-239-9663. Six, three. Please call now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Can you make a $50 contribution right now to support community radio? Maybe you can join the Circle of Friends, our sustaining membership, at the $5 a month level. We would really like to hear that right now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Yeah, please do. Make 
any donation it would be uh, just a basic membership is what $35 yep. you get a bumper sticker I do believe and you could show the world that you listen to WMNF 813-239-9663 813-239-9663 I think we can go back and listen to a little bit more of what you're going to get on the USB drive talking about the Black Panther Party let's talk about the trials and tribulations that were faced by the Black Panthers during this period, uh, the last period of struggle of the 19, late 1960s and the early 1970s. Let's take it back to the Black Panthers. Trials and tribulations here on Community Speaks while you show your support. 813-239-9663. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover through COINTELPRO and other U.S. law authorities through above-board and clandestine operations continue to target the Black Panther Party, sowing seeds of internal discontent and exacerbating confrontations between law enforcement and the Panthers. The Panthers were forced to defend both their programs and their very lives. In this disc, we are introduced to some of the Panthers' court cases and a few of their difficulties brought on by both outside and inside forces. In the first part, we hear an interview with Black Panther Party co-founder Huey P. Newton on March 7, 1968, at the time of his preliminary court hearing at the Alameda County Courthouse. He had been accused of the murder of Oakland police officer John Fry and the wounding of another officer. Huey is interviewed by KPFA reporter Colin Edwards and reporters from mainstream national and international news media about his personal and political philosophy. This is Colin Edwards. At 9 a.m. on Thursday, March 7th, I went down to the Alameda County Courthouse to cover the preliminary to the trial of the young Black Panther leader, Huey P. Newton, who was accused of the murder of one Oakland policeman and the wounding of another, charges which Mr. Newton vehemently denies. For the first time at a court appearance of Mr. Newton or any other Black Panthers or young radicals, I was barred from entering the courthouse for lack of a police pass. Also excluded were a French news photographer and a People's World photographer. So I didn't get to see Mr. Newton in court. However, an hour later I was able, to my surprise, to record Mr. Newton in the detention quarters on the 10th floor as he talked with three American reporters and myself, and his lawyer, Mr. Charles Gary. Mr. Gary had earlier brought me up to date on the status of Mr. Newton's case when I was finally admitted to the courthouse after the trial preliminary had ended and after Mr. Gary had held a press conference on the fourth floor. Mr. Gary, I was, I was kept outside the courthouse until now. Could you very quickly summarize it for KPFA, the situation as of now? The situation as of now, the court has uh, picked a trial judge, Judge Monroe Friedman in, De in Department 8. The case has been set for trial on May the 6th, 1968. Has there been any change in the situation with regard to the charges? Have they dropped any charges? Have they brought up new evidence? Have they shown you any evidence? No, they have not dropped any of the charges. We have a substantial amount of the so-called evidence, uh, but we do not have the list of the witnesses so that we can interview them and be able to prepare for this case. Uh, and normally, the defense is given these things, the names of witnesses, are there? Normally, they're given those uh, names uh, if the defense attorney makes the proper motions, and we have made the proper motions. Well, now let's meet Mr. Newton himself. 
He's a rather handsome young man. With me interviewing him in the cell were Mrs. Joan Didier, who is a Saturday Evening Post columnist, Mr. Ray Rogers of the Los Angeles Times, and Mr. Eldridge Cleaver, an editor at Ramparts magazine and himself a prominent figure in the Black Panther Party. Mr. Newton's attorney, Mr. Charles Gary, was also present. Copyright to this group interview belongs to the Huey P. Newton Defense Fund, without whose specific consent no reproduction or publication of Mr. Newton's remarks can be made. The next voice you'll hear will be that of Mr. Huey P. Newton. We ran into the problem of people misinterpreting uh, us as a political party. Uh, they use the word uh, for self-defense as a uh, as uh, they defined us then as a group that uh, were a paramilitary group or uh, or uh, bodyguards of something of this nature. But um, we found that uh, it was very difficult. Even in our program, we described uh, or defined ourselves as a political party, but yet people uh, seemed to misinterpret the, uh, the definition of what self-defense is all about. Uh, we realize that uh, when we're assaulted in the community by the uh, Gestapo tactics of the police, this is also a political thing. Uh, we're assaulted because we're black people and because uh, the power structure uh, finds it uh, uh, to their advantage uh, to uh, keep us imprisoned in our black community and uh, as uh, a colonialized or a, a colonial people are kept by uh, some foreign power. So um, the police uh, is only an arm of the white power structure used very similar as uh, their military force, which it is a military force. It's their uh, local police and you have the National Guard as the national police, and then you have the regular military as the uh, international police. And um, these police are used to, um, to occupy our community just as a foreign troop occupies territory. They don't live in our community, the police, and uh, don't. And um, they have no respect for black people who live in the community, yet uh, they occupy the community. Uh, and they're not occupying the community for the welfare and the benefit of the people who live there. They're occupying it to uh, make sure that the uh, businessmen who are systematically robbing our community are safe. Um, so this was one part of our political stand. And uh, to, make, to make the party uh, for basically for the intellectuals because the grassroots of the community, uh, the people who we're most concerned with because uh, the lower class black who represents about 95% of the black population throughout this nation, uh, they understood very well what we stood for. Uh, but to make it clear to everyone, we changed the name to the Black Panther Party and uh, uh, to make it clear what our political stand was about. That was the voice of Huey Newton, and he was uh, one of the founding members of the Black Panther Party. You are tuned to Community Speaks here on your community radio station, WMNF, and we're looking for your support here on to save this show and to keep it running, 813-239-9663, to let us know that Mondays is a place you want to hear Community Speaks.
Community Speaks is every Monday at noon now on WMNF 88.5 FM Tampa. And if you support the show with your financial contribution, we can offer you a thank you gift. If you make an $88.50 contribution, one of the gifts that you can take away is a 20-ounce tumbler for your drinks. And it's made mostly out of wheat, and it's a natural color. It has the new WMNF logo in black. It's composed of reclaimed stalks of wheat and has double wall construction for insulation of hot or cold liquids. It's BPA-free, and you can uh, hand wash these. It's it's a great thing for your $88.50 contribution. Or for a $100 donation, we can thank you with a Pacifica USB drive about black history. So that's what we've been listening to. It has 33 hours of audio. That's for a $100 donation. So can you make a donation right now by calling 813-239-9663 to support Community Speaks and Mobili's new show or donate on the web at WMNF.org. This hour, we had an $800 goal. We're still looking for your donations. 813-238, sorry, 813-239-9663. And aren't we so ecologically conscious? We're community conscious. We are conscious all the way around because you support this radio station and have supported it for over 40 years. We're going to be 43, 44? 44. 44 this September. My goodness, we're getting up there. Mm-hmm. 813-239-9663 to continue to show your support for WMNF Community Radio and especially for Community Speaks WMNF's newest public affairs program. And, uh, of course, that USB, talking about the Black Panthers, is a historical document as far as I'm concerned. And it's yours if you call up here and show your support and give us a donation for that USB drive. There's so much, there's so many opportunities to talk about history, to talk about news. And um, this is this show is dedicated to doing that, bringing you information, not disinformation. We have to fight. We are in a war against disinformation. And one of, that's one of the reasons that has animated me to return hmm. back to the airwaves and uh, bring you Community Speaks. Because, you know, I'm tired of sitting at home yelling at the television set. And I know you are, too. So this is your voice. We're an alternative here. We are fact-based. We're community. We are uh, independent. So please support independent media, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Well, with just a minute to go, about a minute and a half to go on WMNF Tampa. Just got this anonymous donation here from St. Petersburg, and they are getting the eco-tumbler that we were just talking about, this uh, uh, wheat-based construction of tumblr and they are donating five hundred dollars to support wmnf and community speaks so thank you to um, thank you to everyone who has donated so far we did make the goal and here's one more donation from walter smith from temple terrace fifty dollar contribution (laughs) thank you so much and uh, walter l smith the second the host of community forum congratulations to their friend and brother mobili so thank you so much for that donation walter and thank you to mobili good job congratulations you made your goal wow Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I, I am so elated. You know, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a spot that I'm going to look forward to every week coming in here and bringing you the information, bringing you hard hitting analysis, bringing you your voices 
so that you could, you know, basically lift up a mirror to the society and let society analyze itself. Uh, give us, in your words, what you feel is going on, how you are being impacted by events around us. You know, we're not powerless. We have the power. We have the power. Maybe that's going to be the new theme song. I don't know. But we do have the power. And I do want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing your support. 